0: Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, April 6th, and we are here to try to help you figure out what's important in your financial life and how you can organize the way you manage your money to reach your goals and objectives. Now, some of you may not even know what your goals and objectives are. I get it. It's hard. But if you need some help, you need some like guidance, think of us as the tough love coach in your life. You know, the one who's going to tell you, don't dog it or you got to do this better. And we're also going to tell you when you're doing it really well. So if you'd like to give us a holler, all you need to do is send an email, ask jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask jill at jillonmoney.com. If you are on our website and you might be on the website because you've decided you must sign up for that free weekly newsletter that Mark works so hard on. And if you're on the website and you read something or you listen to something or you watch a segment that I've done on television and, and maybe something comes up for you, hit the contact button. That contact button will come right to us don't forget to tell us if you'd like to come on the air. That is what Jennifer did. She is on the line from Florida. Hey, how's that spring break in Florida going, Jennifer? Are those kids driving you nuts? No, it's quiet, but sunny here. It's great. Oh my God. It's cloudy and cold here in New York. So um, I'm a little jealous right now. Welcome to the program. Tell us what we can do for you, ma'am.
1: Well, Jill, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. I've been listening to you for quite a while. Um, I have a situation to where I'm in this analysis paralysis. I can't figure out what to do with some extra money, whether we should be paying off debt or aggressively saving. Okay. Well, tell
0: me about the us. Uh, tell me about yourselves, what's going on, and we'll talk about the assets and and also the the debt, the liabilities. What do you got out there?
1: All right. So, I'm 46 and my husband is 55. I work full time and my gross salary is around 80K per year. Um, but my husband is actually on workers' compensation right now. Um, he hasn't worked for the last three years, but he's generating some income with workers' comp. And he was recently um, awarded social security disability.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm glad you got that, but that means he really is not well. So I'm sorry about that. That sucks.
1: Thank you. Thank you. But um, the good news is, I mean, we have some income now that we know will Mm -hmm. be around no matter what happens with the workers' compensation. Mm -hmm. So he'll have about $2,400 a month coming in. That's on top of some other things that we have going on. So I have some rental income. We have two rental properties that are completely paid off and they generate about dollars a Wait year? a second.
0: Rental, rental properties. Let's just do one by one. One okay. rental property is worth how much? Uh, one rental is around $90,000. Mm-hmm. And the other
1: one is worth? About 30000
0: 30000 What yes. could that be? It sounds like a garage in New York.
1: <laughs> it's a low income area.
0: Okay. All right. I'm just teasing. On these two properties, you said how much do you make in a year um, for rental income? About 12000 a year. Is it a pain in the neck to maintain them or is everything like you got it set? It's all set. What has his workers comp been? How much has that been for $6. you guys? 691 a week. 691 a week. Okay, I got it. So, on the workers comp, your salary and the rental property income is that all the income that's coming in for you guys? Yes. How has that been?
1: Good. Good. There's some extra money at the end of every month.
0: Okay. So, now we're going to go to 2400 a month. You're still going to work full time. how How long are you planning to work, and what do you do?
1: Um, I'm an educator.
0: So, ooh, so you're going to get a pension. Yes. Oh, good. Very goody 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 goody. So you're contributing to your pension plan. Are you also contributing for a retirement plan through work, a deferred comp?
1: Yeah. So they, I have a like a hybrid plan. So it's partially pension. Um, I put into a 457, and they match into a 401k.
0: Great. How much is in the four hundred one k right now, and the four fifty seven? What are the total amounts in there?
1: Four fifty seven is twenty two thousand. Mm-hmm. Four hundred one k is twelve thousand.
0: So, if you wind the clock ahead, how many years do you have in your system? Eleven. So far, you have eleven. So, what what's your game plan? Like, how long are you going to try to? Grid, are you going to just say, I got to get to 20 years or is there some goal in mind for you?
1: Well, Jill, that's where it gets a little iffy. Um, since my husband's 10 years older and with a disability, um, I'd like to just do another two or three years there and then try to transition into something remote so I can spend more time with my husband now that he's I not inter- working. Yeah, I understand that. You guys have kids? two but
0: they're grown and launched. Okay, how about your current, your primary residence? What is that worth and how much of a mortgage do, still remains on that?
1: And it's worth 180,000 mm-hmm. and we owe around 80,000. Do you know the rate on the mortgage? 1.99.
0: Get out of here. Yes. How is that possible? What kind of mortgage is this?
1: It's a refinance. We just recently did a refinance to a 15-year through our local credit union.
0: Holy, I, I really, I mean, it takes my breath away. I'm so happy for you. That's great. And it's fixed, right? It's yes. A fixed rate? Okay, good. Let's pretend you're 48 years old and you call it quits. Tell me what happens. What is the pension that you would receive at that time?
1: At that time, it would be probably around $1,200 a month.
0: Hmm, that's not too much.
1: No, is it just a year by year? Or
0: are there certain benchmarks? Some some municipalities like every five years you get a bump, or you know. So if you make it to fifteen or twenty years or whatever, that it, is it just you know a year by year increase for you.
1: Yes, and I think I have to have twenty five years in to be. Um, oh, then there's
0: and you're never going to make it that far, right? No, no.
1: Okay, tell me any other money that
0: you've got saved right now.
1: Yeah, so I had a previous employer. Um, and I have about 300000 in a, a rollover IRA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have about $30,000 in a Roth IRA. And my husband has a 401k with his current employer that has about $240,000 okay. and another traditional IRA with about $40,000.
0: If you were to retire in two years, what would you do for health insurance? Would your system allow you to be um, on the health insurance through that? No,
1: I couldn't access that until I'm 60. So that's why I'm thinking mm. I'm not going to be able to really retire, retire. I probably want to mm. find something where I can work remotely, work, you know, the amount of hours I needed to get insurance someplace.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right. Because he's covered. That's yes. fine. Kids are launched, but yeah. it's little OU. you. And obviously, I mean, essentially $1,200 a month would be like what you would be paying for your own insurance. So that was not, it ain't going to cut it. This is a tough one, right? Because you know what you're going to have to do, right? You have to, have to, have to start accumulating some money and clearing the decks a little bit to prepare for this. So yes. what, what else is going on? You said you mentioned some debt. Besides the mortgage debt, what other debt is outstanding?
1: So I took out um, a, for, or a loan against my 457 account, Mm-hmm. Um, so there's about thirteen thousand dollars in debt there, and then we have two car payments. We have about we have a car payment that's around nine thousand dollars, and then one that's twenty five thousand dollars. Do you know the rates on those car loans? One is like two point nine nine, and the other one's around two percent as well. Did you buy those rental properties
0: for a much lower amount than they're worth right now? Yes. Just out of curiosity. Yes. Okay. If you look at the amount of money you need to spend in a year, right, you said you've got a little extra money, but if you if you really kind of focus on this, what do you think is the outstanding um, sort of obligations that you have just to meet your needs, including the debt? Like, how much do you need a month, really?
1: Probably around
0: $5,000 a month so it's not terrible. So, and you've got extra cash flow. So what is the real question here? Is it to, should we pay down some debt? Is that kind of the general game?
1: Yeah. I'm thinking, do I take all this extra money that we have right now and put it all towards this debt to just get out from underneath Mm -hmm. that? Or because I'm the only one that's contributing to our retirement accounts right now, do we have enough in the retirement accounts where I can just aggressively pay off debt? Or do I really need to be aggressively saving?
0: Listen, you don't have enough in retirement accounts because you're so young. That said, I don't love this debt sticking around. Do you have cash in any account right now that is, is your emergency reserve?
1: Yes. We have about
0: 35000 And how are you paying the 457 loan back right now? Is it payroll deduction? Yes. And the extra money per month right this minute is how much?
1: I would guess probably about $1,200. Oh, that's a good number.
0: Okay. So I think what I would do is I'd start myself on that 2.99% loan. I hope that's the $9,000 car loan. I think that I would start getting rid of that as quickly as I possibly could. And then take that remaining $1,200 and split it between the 457 and the other car loan. That $1,200 right now presumes that you are putting some money away into retirement or not at all?
1: Yes, so I'm maxing out our um, my Roth um, okay. our IRA and mm-hmm. also contributing about 5% to my 457.
0: I would just keep doing that. I would do both of those things. And I would use the 1200 to accelerate the debt pay down. And I would try to target in your mind, getting rid of as much of this debt as possible before. Look, ideally, before you retire, the 457 loan is done as is at least the $9,000 car loan and a good chunk of the 25000 That's okay. what I think. This is a terrible situation in lots of ways because I don't want you to retire, but I understand why you're going to retire. Right. And, and I, I hate to give up pension because, uh, you know, pensions, they just get better and better. But you're not, as we said, you're not going to last 25 years right. in this system. So I think that, you know, if you're willing to work and you're willing to keep a tight grip on your expenses and we delay tapping into these retirement plans, I think this does make sense. OK, but you're going to have you're going to have to work from home, obviously. And you may have to keep working longer than you expect. You may need to, you know, essentially for, for you keep working for the insurance, which, you know, a lot of people have done and hopefully you find something that's kind of cool and fun and engaging, but I I don't see that, you know, you're going to be like, you know, sipping mimosas, you know, at age 52 and chilling out with your husband. I think that you're going to have to work. And that's okay, because you said you're willing to work. So that's perfect. The only other thing that I can think of, and then this is why I was sort of asking you about those rental properties, is that they're they're yielding decent money, rental property, but there's money in there. Like there is money in there. And so, you know, if you had to, I just want to point out that you could pull the trigger, especially if you're making a lower amount of money. Like if you're in a low, much lower tax bracket um, in the future, if you're staying in, say, the Twelve percent tax bracket or so, you know, maybe it's a there's a a rationale for selling those rental properties just to have the liquidity, just to have your money your ha- money in hand, especially if your husband is going to need some care going forward. I mean, does mm-hmm. he have a condition that you think is going to require spending for you
1: guys? I don't think so. I, he's okay. just had some neck surgery, so mobility is limited but hopefully that's that we've reached the end of that.
0: So I think that that's something to keep in the back of your mind that you know I have a $120,000 pot of money. It's there if I needed it. And I don't think you should be afraid of uh, liquidating that if things change. That is just a this big chunk of your of your net worth that it, it's certainly it's generating money, you know, it's great you have $120,000 in real estate, it's generating $12,000 a year. It's fine. But it could be that you want access to that big chunk of money, especially for you, Jennifer, as you get older, you may need that. So mm-hmm. I just want to point that out. Just it's always there. You don't have, feel like you have to do it this second, but keep an eye on that. And don't forget that that's a pot of money that is yours and you have access to it. OK,
1: I appreciate that. I had not thought of that at all. So yeah, I appreciate it's that.
0: Yeah. It's there for you. So don't, don't, don't forget about that. You guys have your estate planning, you got wills and powers of attorney and healthcare proxies and stuff like that done. Yes, we do. Jennifer from Florida. Um, you give us a holler if you need anything, just really be careful here. And if it's like one extra year, you have to work just to make some of these numbers look a little bit better. It, it should be okay. But I, I get where you're coming from. And I really appreciate you taking the time to spend with us today. Cause I think it's instructive to hear that, you know, oftentimes, gang, I'll give this advice and I'll say, oh, keep working, keep working. This is a very unique situation. It's why it's so great that you came on the air with us. So we appreciate it. And we really do wish you the best of luck. So let us know if there's anything else we can do for you. Okay. I
1: will. Thank you so much, Jill and Mark. If you've got
0: a question, a unique question, every one of you is unique. Each of you, don't forget that we are here for you. And that means that whether you're navigating a situation like this where there is, you know, a long-term condition that's going to change your financial plans or maybe short-term something weird has happened or maybe it's just everything's normal but you want another set of eyes on your situation, give us a holler. Email us, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Hey, I always forget to do it, but I'm doing it again. Music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Telercio is our executive producer extraordinaire. We are distributed by Cadence 13. We want to remind you to wash your hands, to wear your masks, to maintain your physical distancing, and please do something nice for someone else today. And don't forget the mantra of 2021, grit, growth, growth. Grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.